0: Jesus, running smooth. It is very yeah, smooth.
1: It does. Currently at 130 FPS with everything maxed out. Let's see. Where could this be? I found myself. I'm at the factory in Solnichny.
0: Okay. I'll start making my way so towards you
1: meeting at Lumbermoor or something. Okay,
0: so if you guys and girls haven't guessed yet, we are interviewing the one, the only, Arkansas. How are you, buddy? I'm
1: fine, thanks. How are you?
0: Not too bad at all, mate. Not too bad at all. Hopefully this time the interview worked perfectly, unlike the last time where, yeah, let's just say I'm an idiot and leave it at that. All right. Yeah. Mate, let's find out a little bit more about you, for those out there who don't know you, which I'm assuming is a lot of people. Um, I know a lot of people have probably heard of you now, especially because of the, uh, the Hype Train uh, mod, which we'll talk a bit more about later. Um, but let's start with some basics. How old are you, buddy?
1: I'm 20 years old.
0: Young fella. Yeah. Any family and misses, kids, that sort of stuff?
1: Um, no missus, um, just my parents and m- mid-next year probably two stepbrothers.
0: Yep. Ah, okay. How old are the stepbrothers going to be?
1: Uh, pretty much around my age too, a bit, a bit older.
0: Okay, that's not bad. I need to find some water. I think there's a lake mm, somewhere same. around me. Where I am. Um, what do you do for a living, mate?
1: I'm currently a college student um, at university, doing my bachelor's thesis right now. Yep. Um, finishing January next year, and uh, when I'm not busy with my studies, I'm a self-employed software developer.
0: Yep. Do you get much work doing that?
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah. Good. Not a
0: lot of people trying to take advantage of um, your specialist skills and get you to work for free i hope
1: <laughs> yeah yeah, have sometimes happens but it's uh it's fine
0: as long as it's something you enjoy doing that it's not so bad is it
1: yeah exactly if you have good fun that's that's also some kind of uh counter reward you get so
0: yeah um so obviously we know that uh, one of your big loves is modding but do you have any other hobbies um things you enjoy doing outside of gaming
1: um yes i if, before my i started studying at university i was regularly um at the local beach in my hometown um doing some and also rescue uh swimming so watching people at the beach to not uh drowning and have an overall um eye on everybody there okay a uh, music instrument i played cello for a while which i paused when i started uh studying because there was no real place to practice in the students' flats without getting on the nerves of all the neighbors. Yeah. yeah so I'll, I'll yeah. pick that up later on when I, I'm finished with my studies.
0: Now, what is the origin of your name, Arkansas? It's an unusual name. Uh,
1: awesome. Yeah, that's actually quite, an, quite a funny story when I was first playing online games and had to choose usernames Um, I was trying a lot of combinations with my real name which is Paul Uh, but obviously there are lots of combinations of it already taken so uh, when I was searching for possible made up names or something uh, I remembered my parents telling me the story of uh, where I originated from and that they made me, so to speak, on a trip through the USA <laughs> looking at the map and looking at different uh, state names and even though it's not uh, spelled like it, but I, I was coming across the, the, the state of Arkansas which spells Arkansas but you, you didn't uh, pronounce it that way and username wasn't taken and it kind of sounded unique enough for me uh, to not be, I don't know, a Shadow Master or whatever. So um, I stick to that and yet nobody has taken my name on any platforms, please don't. Uh, so I'll hopefully um, be using that in the future as well.
0: That's awesome. The place where you were made, your parents even remember. <laughs> yeah, of course, it's important for them. Oh, <laughs> well, Pretty important for you mate as well, how you came into existence so that's cool man you named yourself after the place where your parents did the dirty love it <laughs> okay a bit about your gaming background so who or what got you into gaming in the first place
1: um due to to well, wow like i i casually played games when i was very young when my computer uh family got uh its first computer yep and um, Game coming with it, was, which was uh, Age of Empires 2, which is like a um, uh, real-time strategy game. Love the Age of Empires, Empires games. Great. Uh, still play them today. And when I was, uh, you know, exchanging with classmates in, I don't know, maybe 5th or 6th uh, grade. Yep. Um, in school, you know, we found out that everyone of us owns the game, and we started to play on uh, on little LAN parties yep. and then that's when I started getting into more multiplayer games and played like some MMOs and then eventually made my way to some multiplayer shooter games like uh, Call of Duty and stuff and I don't know I think s- six years in the past started I started with playing Armour Series which I was invited to um from my friend to try out Armour 2 Mod Day Z and mm-hmm ever since that has been uh, kind of my favourite game series and I play that a lot well you just answered the next question
0: what's your favourite game of all time so obviously for you it's Daisy. yeah
1: awesome both both mods and standalone together I would count that as one
0: what t- taking into account the state of the game as it is now which one's your favourite
1: uh, definitely definitely standalone um, Why? especially with the recent patches it's um i like recently base building was introduced so that was some a major point for me which i was spending a lot of time the mods on so just gather supplies and build some nice bases and i prefer to have uh more than 30 fps which i had in the old mod on my old computer yep and just just in general um, modern game with many nice features with animation blending it just looks smooth and feels better more responsive than the old mod. even though the mod times of or the mod feeling is kind of different i uh play that you know once every while uh to to get the old feeling but right now i enjoy standalone more than the mods
0: Speaking of the current patch, I've just managed to make myself sick drinking water from the lake here. So, and now I've got a new symbol I haven't seen before—a little medical uh, pill. So obviously I have cholera. I'm guessing. So that could make this quite I a short so, run.
1: Yeah. I may be reborn. water as well. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um. First PC, do you remember it?
1: Uh, Yes, I don't know the specs, but uh, because I wasn't into hardware at that time at all, but it was a very uh, expensive at the time. Uh, Windows computer bought from a local shop with Windows Millennium on it, so it was around the year 2000. You know, very very tiny, I think it had like, I don't know... 200 kilobytes of of RAM or something and just a few megabytes hard hard, uh, drive so very early PC, but it was very uh, Very very decent for the time and it played the the games I tried out back then uh, very well So I never had issues and I think we stick with that computer for five years something until upgrading to to another more modern uh, budget PC when Things like Microsoft Word and Office were getting too uh, consuming for the old PC to handle.
0: And what about consoles? Did you ever uh, a console man?
1: Um, I played a lot of co- on on consoles, but mostly with um, friends. I was staying over or visiting for that, because as a child, I never owned a console. I wasn't allowed so as yep. well, uh, and it just i got one console the the wii u um for a christmas present some years ago uh which i played a lot of things on and also a normal wii with you know the classical uh fitness and balance board stuff and you know uh golfing and all stuff like that was very 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 funny but other than that i played uh, just computer games
0: okay modding obviously that's um your big passion mate what got you into it
1: um i started not directly with with modding but um just doing small edits to um an old armor um, 2 day z server i i run with my friend to yep. play online together on a you know dedicated machine and when i had a big big break where i was just you know playing on uh, Armor Free service on different game modes when it came out back then. Uh, some King of the Hill, some um, Excel, but mainly Altus Live. And I had several server projects I was involved with, um, where I, you know, did all the scripting for the server, added new new content, added skins, and all of that stuff. Yep. And that got me kind of started with everything. And uh, I never made any no major complete conversion mods for arm um, 3 but I was very exciting for what other people did there and when daisy was uh, in the state where it was reliable moddable so I don't know maybe seven or eight months in the past uh, I started looking into how how does what does one do things in DayZ, and ever since I've been uh, playing around with a lot of um, modding stuff in there but no, no modding, uh, previous to the armor series.
0: Yep. Which is all probably very very handy when it comes to the fact that you're doing a lot of modding for DayZ now, so you've got a lot of experience with just the background of the game and how things tick and so on.
1: Yeah, we still, you know, it's it still has some legacy, uh, functionality to it, so yep. if you are into armor-free, uh, at all, things don't look, uh, uh things do look kind of familiar when you get into Daisy. that's kind of what me ha what helped me to get into Daisy so quickly so it wasn't not beginning from zero.
0: Mm-hmm. what What is the mod that you are the most proud of that you've done so far
1: um well, the obvious question right now to it would be uh, the Hype train mod Why is that? The, uh, um, the one of um, projects that I've spent um, not the most time on, but invested time and learned about more things. Um, before it, I was just doing some very basic scripting yep. and very little UI work. But with uh, with a mod, I was now faced with doing. Uh, like importing models, uh, animating wheels, um, getting to to work on how does sound works, uh, how do I make uh, synchronized sound playing to, you know, how how fast does the train go. And additionally, on top of that, still a lot of uh, scripting which had to be done. So there are many aspects that uh, I had to get into, um, which I'm very um, proud of being able to uh, have managed all that because it was a very steep learning cor- curve for me first um, But, but um, mod wise is uh, something I And if it's not about the single mod itself that um, the time I spend on the I'm um, a free service. Um, I I worked on uh, Especially the community. I've been sticking to for the last I think Four and a half years or maybe five years Yeah. uh which is in german arts live server called zero one which is um that's something i'm very proud of because it's a very long-term project which you usually don't see uh in in the term of community service they usually don't stick around more than i don't know one year maybe two and then people get bored but still the still up server uh, runs smooth people are happy with it and uh happy to see that still the the foundations uh, i laid down uh, back in the days are still being worked with and that's something um, i'm very proud of
0: that's good to hear it's it's always nice when you can feel proud of something you've um, been involved in yeah it means you haven't wasted your time
1: yeah exactly yeah
0: okay so daisy you obviously played a lot of the mod
1: yeah yeah exactly. uh, i think i played like huh. something which was uh, a lot when back when uh, i had no not, not so much time or playing video games at all yeah and i've been playing uh, five five times that in Daisy, uh, Daisy Standalone uh, till now. Obviously spending a lot of time uh, experimenting around with, with modding stuff, so that kind of takes into account of the playtime there as well, but mm-hmm. uh, so played a lot of just, you know, casual playing, um, just enjoying the game content as it is without thinking about how how to change stuff.
0: What is it about Daisy though that makes you Very love fun it game. so much?
1: Mmm... I think it's, it's several aspects, because it's it's not a typical game, any other, because you have this aspect of um, really survival, so um, depending on how hardcore the server settings are, you have to um, pay a lot of attention to your environments, uh, you have to... Um, manage your resources, so your food, water, and stuff um, all the time. Actually, yep. if you are on a server, which you know that has a lot of population on, um, you're in kind of constant fear that somebody is around uh, the corner or waiting for you in the building, and uh, that's especially if you have a little bit of gear. It's this kind of um, thrilling experience to uh, keep surviving and keep making your way around the map. That's um, very unique to other games that are more um, short paced and very uh, repetitive also. I've never experienced something where I did the same, like where I walked the same route and had a similar experience. It's always uh, something different happening. whether getting killed by someone on uh, from from behind or meeting someone to to walk with for hours and uh, uh, on on different parts of the map, it's, it's it never gets boring, um, which is makes diff uh, which makes Daisy stand apart from other game like I don't know PUBG or something which I also played, but yeah. you know it's but kind of if you played it for one hours one hundred hours or more, um, it, it feels like you're doing the same every round and that's kind of things like it's getting boring and not interested in, in that too much.
0: Yeah, but I play PUBG as well. I enjoy it. It's a good cannon fighter game when you don't have the hours to invest in a session in DayZ, it's easier to turn it on and just have a you know quick run around and try and kill someone or get usually in my case get killed by someone. Um, but you can't beat Daisy for the the full-on aspect of it. Just how into it in a session you have to get. You know, you get really involved. You get you get attached to your characters, and yeah. yeah, exactly. What keeps you still playing it though?
1: Um, right now, uh, I'm. Time, um, just being busy with, with scripting and modding and yep. talking to people around it so uh, there's still a lot of features that have been added over the past couple of months which I didn't use yet so there's still some things to discover and even beyond that I'm playing many ideas pop up of what I could potentially do um, as a mod or as a game mode and uh, I'll also uh, enjoy just you know casually running around to get some and uh, you know just 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 enjoy for a couple of hours or something. Yeah. it's a very nice landscape. it's just around on the you know on, on, on the real world outside just uh, having some thoughts, but uh, you don't have to go outside for that.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I I I I agree with you, mate. Um, Now, this is something uh, that's going to be kind of unique from your perspective because you actually have the ability to do it. But is there anything? If there if there was anything you could add to the game, what would it be and why?
1: Um, that's a very good question. Um, I I won't mention the obvious things that are being added anyway, so I still lack uh, things like helicopters and I yep. would like to see uh, more cars and more you know, interaction around base building. But I think what would be really nice if there's some aspect to the game where you have people working together um, to achieve uh, a larger goal. So. Maybe you have, um, you know, you have to team up with maybe ten people or something, to get working uh, on uh, creating a larger enforced area where are, where you are all safe and stuff. Or maybe uh, what was happening in some Army 2 mods where you had an um, AI-filled area and you had to go in with several people to clear those kind of um, events where you work with other people and just. Yeah cooperate that's that's something uh, i'll like to see in the vanilla experience i'm sure people will eventually create mods which feature such things but i'd like to like to you know just hop on some official service and uh experience the same there
0: yeah that's definitely going to be um especially with the base building coming now as well uh, that's obviously going to be something that you know to, be, to build a, a decent base as a solo person, like I usually run as, that's gonna be very, very difficult. You know, to get to track down a truck, to get enough supplies to build it and source all those supplies. It's just, that would be, gosh, so many hours of work as an individual, whereas working as a team of people,
1: yeah. Exactly, especially if uh, some people come over and are not so friendly and you spend a lot of time on gathering all the resources and there are like maybe three or five people coming to your base uh breaking in and then it's all there so yeah i think you're better off cooperating with others in order to protect everybody uh, and make make people a bit safer
0: who is your favorite daisy content creator
1: um. That's oh, I just died. Okay. Um. <laughs> that's gonna be Frankie on PC because he was the one who kinda brought me and my friends into playing the Armor 2 mod yeah. because we were watching his channel and when he started doing um, this cinematic videos of him um, playing the game, some was pre-scripted, so there were some very nice uh, events happening there, and it looked very great with his. Uh, storytelling he did and the yeah. little intermissions when he was traveling around the map and you could see where he was running and it was um, something that I, I enjoy enjoyed watching and I'll definitely enjoy uh, watching him if he does anything similar for Standalone again. Yeah.
0: Which, if you bleed the whispers, he is coming back to, well, I don't know about maybe Daisy Standalone, uh, but According to Sarda plays, who he plays with quite regularly, um, he will be making content again soon. so yeah, for those of us who are fans of his, you know' we've not sure, yeah, I really don't care about all the controversy surrounding him. Um, I'll leave that to other people to get their knickers in a twist over, but um, end of the day for nearly everyone who got into Daisy, nearly everyone can tie it back to Frankie in some way, shape or form
1: i personally don't care about controversy around uh, somebody i just look at the content he's doing and i enjoy that and that's everything that matters for me at at this point
0: well that's a noble thing mate but we've got some controversy coming up about you later but we won't jump ahead of ourselves will we okay (laughs) okay status reports do you read them and if so what do you think of them
1: uh, yes, I do read them. Uh, I think I've read every single one that's uh, available in the public because I like to follow the game's development yep. since the very early uh, release when I purchased the game in 2014. Um, it's um, for for me having some insights into software development as well. There's a lot of information uh, there that gives you an idea on how fa- how far the development is, how how good things are doing and also um there's a lot of there's a lot of you know hopes uh and and motivation to to be involved with Daisy when you see um them publishing some very early thesis of anything I remember when i first saw the very basic um of uh, moving cars, I was very excited because that was something I was looking forward since the yep. uh, alpha release which was missing cars uh, entirely and it's it's things like that that status reports a little surprise if there's something in there that's, that's new, that's interesting uh, so I keep reading them and I also think that they're very important for other people as well so people get an idea of what's happening and to, to see the developers going through uh, good uh, uh in, through good and bad times as well so you don't you, you know it's something happening and it's all not just you know good and not everything is working perfectly so hopefully some people who, who read and understand the status reports can kind of uh, understand why there's been so many delays and stuff like that
0: it's definitely been the case from lately is some dizzying highs and some terrifying lows. With the status reports and the information in them Um, but again we'll talk more about that later Um, okay what if any advice would you give to the daisy dev team if they happen to watch this interview
1: um my advice would be to uh, finish what they what they promised to the people Um, recently they they uh, published this feature lock um explanation on the latest um status report telling everyone what will be in the uh 1.0 yep. release and whatnot but anything past that if they mentioned they're gonna add for example helicopters then they need to do it and they need to do it quickly um though they they shouldn't wait for another six months or eight months in in the year 2019 to finish what they uh, originally promised like not not they but the people who started the, the, the game yeah. itself yeah so um of course some features are going to be missing because over the, the development of the game it just turned out to not fit in but anything the, the people want and that it's possible to to get into the game by default they should aim to get that in uh, quite quickly
0: i'll ask you now do you reckon that they should um hold on calling it 1.0 or go ahead with it as they planned.
1: Um, at, 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 in the situation right now, there's no other choice than calling it 1.0 um, because they announced this year to be the year of Daisy, and they announced that they will release it as full title this year. So if they would break that very big promise in a way, um, people would be... Um, disappointed from that, then them finishing off as possible and uh, doing some some good aftercare and having some follow-up patches. It's it's important to have those features that we have right now polished and working in game because it would be um, I think if they had a state of the game where they continue with, you know, something like buggy vehicles or something for another three or four months. Instead of finishing those now and focusing on them and adding more features to a very polished um, base game later on in post-patches from, from post-release. I tell you
0: what, if I don't find any food soon, I think I'll be joining you on the dead list. I am yellow uh, healthy. I am red hungry and I am bread thirsty.
1: Ah, uh, yeah. I, I'm looking for food as well. I'm currently at the uh, uh, you spawned initially. <laughs> ah, okay. I respawned
0: there. I'm just in Berezino now. I just killed a zombie and I didn't have any food on it. God damn it. Yeah, I think I'll be dying very very shortly. Um. Okay. What is your biggest gripe? With Daisy,
1: um, uh, yeah, that's that's a good question. Um, I think there's two aspects. There's one one the game itself, and then the surroundings of the game. Within the game, it was that uh, vehicles took very long for for to get into. They're still not fully in the game, so yeah. that's quite a while to have something like. Vehicles in a multiplayer game implemented, um, I'm kind of disappointed that it took so long and that we only get uh, selected few vehicles instead of uh, tons of vehicles from other titles like Arma 2 or Arma 3, which had like millions of them. Um, it's something that I'd like to just drive around the map and I'm not too happy with the civilian sedan, so I have to stick with a, a Cargo uh, V3S um driving or the latter Ah, uh, yeah
0: is that something that you yeah. modders are going to be able to easily bring in is extra vehicles
1: uh yes totally vehicle implementation is um actually quite advanced and quite open yep so um from from what they published right now um public to publicly uh I can see that it should be no problem adding vehicles with multiple access and stuff like that to the game. N- not so much track vehicles maybe, and also helicopters. We have to wait for their implementation for those, but you can, you know, just the, pretty much add at every, at every everyday drive you want to see, or every um, cars you liked in in uh, Armour 2 or Armour 3 yep. if you just you know, create a proper model, proper textures and then it's just a matter of setting up configs and animating the, the, the model but I know that many people um, are skilled enough to, to do this in Armour 3 so uh, hopefully some of them will add their vehicles to, to Daisy as well so we have a larger variety of Eagles to choose from.
0: That will be good. That will that will be really really good. I think for making uh, the player base a lot happier. Yeah, you know, the, the more stuff there is to do, the more choice there is. That's that's a win win for everyone. It's just going to make people happy. Yeah. What are you looking forward to the most in Daisy?
1: Um. I'm looking forward to a situation where um well, what I was saying before, there's a everything that has been promised is online and people are coming back for that and you know, playing the content to have the larger communities forming and being being part of those, playing with more people, getting to know more people. Yep and then see some community ideas being made. There are already some that are interesting that I played, but I like to see more of those to to get more content out of the game everyone bought. We, I'll be looking forward to, and I hope that um, people are not too too afraid to get uh, back into Daisy at this point.
0: Yeah, that that's what worries me is that. Um if they release 1.0 with you know just the shell of the game lacking in a lot of content not so much features there's some features that will be missing but it's more the content that's going to be missing that people who do come back for 1.0 are just going to say "Fuck it
1: yeah that's that's kind of the issue because everybody knows um daisy has been um from from the media side of things um in Getting very much uh, getting a lot of attention so everything major happening in DayZ you can read it a day or after uh, on, on media outlets from you know game magazines and stuff when beta was announced you read it everywhere yep. and when when the full game releases every every website every blog will write about it and inform people all right the, the game is leaving early access now it's you know it's finished in some regard people will say and they see, all right, so this is missing, this is missing, this is missing, how is this finished? Is this what they call finished? And it's going to be hard to communicate to everybody that this is not really the the final thing they had in mind and they just need a a little bit of more time to add those desired features for everybody to really call it the full title. The
0: marketing team are going to have to be working overtime um, to sell it um it's going to be a hard sell it's really going to be a hard sell um but fingers crossed they can do it but i don't i don't envy them their job batty and martin um, and the new fella on the team i don't envy them their job it's going to be very fucking
1: hard yeah yeah i i think they should be should be able to handle that because um, when I got it correctly, the console release on the Xbox was quite successful, and people were very much interested in that. But it also had the but had the fact to it that the Xbox community never experienced something like Daisy before, so it wasn't yeah. relatively easy ground to get Daisy rolling there because people had no expectations of what could have. In and they only see okay that's in now and have a lot of things to to, to experience first and to to enjoy first until uh, patches arrive on Xbox to um, bring the content that the pc players uh, were looking to
0: okay now we're going to move on to some rapid fire questions so just say the first thing that pops into your head okay
1: mm-hmm
0: Ready and go. Favourite long-range weapon? Uh, SKS. Least favourite long-range weapon? SVD. Favourite automatic weapon?
1: I think the M4.
0: Least favourite automatic weapon?
1: Uh, That's going to be the AOG or AUG, whatever you pronounce it. Yep.
0: Uh, KOS?
1: Uh, Definitely not.
0: First person or third person?
1: Um, personally, I'm a third-person player.
0: Favourite server?
1: Um, I think I played or I had the most fun on, on the Trump's Wall uh, PvP server right now. So that's, for at least for now, well, my favourite server to play on. Yep.
0: Favourite place on the map?
1: Um, that's going to be the area of... Uh, it's hard to pronounce uh, i think it's called Novotmitrosk or something uh which is where where the bridge is and this like this new area which was lacking in armor two it's just looking very nicely there and I also took all my header images there from the um from the central buildings on 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 top of the um Standing there, like uh... on the bridge there. Uh, not the bridge. Oh, town hall. Town hall. Ah, uh, yep, 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 yep. Uh, standing on top of the town hall, looking down in, into the valley with uh, you no know, seeing the trains, seeing the buildings there. It's a very nice scene.
0: Yeah. Last question: Public or private service?
1: service
0: uh, private you said
1: yeah private because I, I do enjoy playing on public service but uh, I'd like to play on a little different settings than what the public service are configured to yeah and I like to you know meet the same people over and over again if I wish to so I'm playing mostly on private service
0: it's good when you've got a good community yeah, exactly okay Now we move on to the intelligent part of the uh, interview, the viewer questions. And the first question comes from Jason648. What kind of server performance loss will there be, if any, with regards to the hype train?
1: Um, I don't have any um, figures on it yet, so I can't show any numbers, but from the experiments um, I've been doing together with Jacob on it, uh, sh- the performance loss shouldn't be too high. There's some, there's some aspects to consider there. If you have want the train to just drive on the server from A to B and stop at some stations or something, the performance impact from the server should be next to zero. Yep. Um because it's just broadcasting the state that all right i'm I'm running now and I'm going there and um, the client handles the rest. you want to enable players to be able to drive the train and you know accelerate and decelerate and pick other paths um, uh, on whichever occasion they they want to do that. that's a bit of more traffic coming through. so if you've got someone who is, uh, Mad with you know constantly speeding up and accelerating, and your server is completely full of players. Um, it might get a little bit uh, network intense. Generally, it's it's nothing that's um, gonna gonna kill the server if they tend to use um, and to use for mod in a multiplayer environment.
0: Okay. And he says I run uh, Trump's Wall 120 slot server, and while full, it gets between 25 to 35 uh, server FPS. Do you think it will be able to handle the the train mod once finished?
1: Develop them. Yeah, I think that shouldn't 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 be an issue, Um, especially if you just set up a configuration where the train goes around the map, stopping at different stations to people to just you know hop on and travel along if they like to or just have a uh, travelling merchant driving around the map it should be no problem at all Um, I think optimized um, I can get the modification onto release I should be able to handle manual drivers there drops for server or client performance as well Awesome
0: Okay, the next question is from everyone's favourite DAISY content creator, the one, the only, Rene. Barely infected. Rene says, One very big part of DAISY mod and now DAISY standalone were the cinematics. One of my favourite videos by Carwin Lucha comes to mind, um, and you've seen that one. A big part of these cinematics was the mission planner, where you could control AI, etc. This is something that is not available in DAISY standalone. Is this something that could be created by modders? It would be such a great, strong tool, or such a strong tool for YouTube video makers.
1: Um, Yes, I agree. That's definitely something that's very important. Uh, I've been talking to some people over the possibilities to uh, get control over the um, AI, so animals and and infected, um, and have that exposed in script, because as of right now, Uh, You are not able to just, you know, tell the the goat or whatever, please go there, now. Still missing. But, um, that should hopefully be added sometime soon. And when, when they do, um, having shots so planning camera movements and triggering different events to just say okay when you come around that corner let people start walking which should be definitely possible uh, in fact um, in terms of just you know camera movements and configuration there's already a modern development by Danny Dog, who's uh, experimenting around with it exposing all camera settings um, on the community offline mode right now like that together with uh, keyframe features, should be enough to pe- for people to plan uh, and, and um, create a scripted um, short movie or whatever. Maybe even working well in multiplayer, so you have human actors that do things and maybe just add some uh, plans AI paths around them should, should be working fine.
0: Awesome, that does sound quite interesting. I know there's a lot of people out there who would be very, very keen for that. Um, just to, you know, I can imagine the likes of Fubar Bundy being able to use it well uh, for the cinematics that he does for his videos. So, yeah, that will be definitely something that would be greatly appreciated by the uh, community, if you can do it.
1: Yeah, it's either going to be uh, me or somebody else. I think there are many other people yep. who have uh, some ideas on uh, how to tackle it and if somebody Is a good idea and wants to uh, commit to that with with, uh, Danny talk and base uh, everything they do on his camera um, mod there and then we should have for people to create some uh, cinematic videos everybody will enjoy then.
0: I just found a generator and I've got Christmas lights on me.
1: Nice. I'm struggling to survive right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, just heading to
0: the fire station in um, Berezino. Oh, uh, alright. I might be able to get there. I've got a little bit of food on me if you can get here. I'm uh, back to being white healthy again. But damn, you move slow when you're holding a generator. That's what I mean is, it can be so hard as an individual playing the game um, if you don't have a vehicle. And even just getting a, v- a truck up and running.
1: Yeah, that's, that's going to be hard. Um, again, if you're alone, people will need to walk a lot to carry all the necessary parts for the vehicles. So, that's going to be quite challenging. But I, but I think it's fine to have some um, more... Gameplay features, so not everything is uh, easy and given to you so easily. Oh,
0: jeez, I'm getting spanked by zombies at the moment. Wow, the fire station's changed a bit. Yes, they updated it. Wow. I'm not even sure how to start a generator. Oh well, I'll leave it for now. Um, okay. He also says, "Keep up the great work, and thank you for being open and approachable to the community," which we'll talk more about later as well. Um, LB Master wants to know which tools do you use.
1: Um, I assume for for the development. Yeah, for the mining. Uh It's yeah. Um rely on my personal favorites for, for development I'm waiting for the official tools to be available to the public uh, in a few weeks most likely um, so right now my setup is using one of uh, this it's a family of editors which is um, quite popular uh, along for developers for being cross-platform so it's Java, Java based and it's uh, called IntelliG. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just you know, just a personal favorite. It's it's just right now without having some specific plugins for Daisy, it's literally a uh, text editor with a little bit of extra features. So there's nothing uh, too exciting about that, because the official tools for Daisy are not released, including um, the, the necessary tools to. Uh, um, create and import models for, for DayZ, I'm currently relying on what's still compatible from the Armour Free tools, so I connected my editor with some things from the free version of the tools, and that's uh, enough for the development right now, but I'll be switching over to the workbench so including the script editor there, um, as soon as it's released
0: Okay, I have to quickly uh, interrupt this interview right now and call out Sumrak and tell him he lied to me. He lied to my face. I remember asking him, I'm certain I asked him in the interview I just did with him about um, the fire station in particular and whether we would ever be able to enter into the area that's all closed off, and he said no. And I'm running around that area right now. (laughs) Oh, I've got a bone to pick with you, Adam, when I speak to you next time. But this is awesome. Maybe he didn't know
1: back then. Yeah, it was this good. This is
0: awesome. I'm, I'm loving it. Absolutely loving it. Oh, this is just, it, it's, it's almost like a new map. Finding a new building that you've never been in before. <laughs> exactly. You just, I'm going out onto the roof and, ah, oh, it's. I've got a big smile on my face, just exploring something. Yeah, I'm finished exploring it now. But yeah, this is the sort of stuff they need to do more of. Because it just makes you so happy to be playing around in something that you, you always wanted to be able to get into and you never could, and now you can. That yep. that's made me very happy. Ah, okay. Um, LB Already. Master. LB Master also says, uh, "For how long have you programmed and scripted in DayZ?"
1: Um. Yeah. For for DayZ, I think I answered that before. I I started when. Uh, I I really started actually doing stuff um, with the very first release of the stress tests. Uh, The the very first one, which I um, invested my my first day of development in creating the community offline mode. And released that. Um, And I've been spending some planning for projects I'm currently working, uh, working on. Uh, Before that um, so when I knew okay these are the features to to be added to the next patch I started looking to Look for locations on the map to do certain things and to look into what assets are available So I would say for the last couple of maybe eight months or something. uh, I've been involved with um, With Daisy development overall
0: Okay Fades Gaming wants to know what is your favorite item in game. Well, that may have changed now with all this extra stuff in game now.
1: Um, yeah, it hasn't. Um, my my favorite uh, in-game item would be the shovel. Um, because of um, how many ways I can use it. Um, I had to use the shovel for uh, many hours until I was clever enough to disable infected on the train development because I was constantly driving over them and having the problem of the train derailing yep. uh, when it encountered the, the uh, infected objects so I had to bury them all the time and I also like to be able to just dig some stashes uh, underground when I've got no resources or no time to make a larger base and and I can hit people with it so it's pretty much a um, multifunctional tool for me and I, uh, I very much enjoy using it. I always have a shovel with me, when I find one.
0: I'm looking forward to the return of field shovels, if they're not back already.
1: Uh, I don't know. It would be very nice, especially if they fit into your backpack then.
0: Yeah. Which the old entrenching tools we used to call them in the Aussie Army, they did. Ooh, what have I found here? I have found a rangefinder and a pistol suppressor. Oh, that's nice.
1: Without a pistol, I assume.
0: <laughs> yeah, no pistol. I got a shotgun, just no ammo.
1: <sighs> That's a pity. It can hit people with it still.
0: <laughs> um, Fades also wants to know uh, can the Hype Train have a picture of Dean in the cabin?
1: Yeah, uh, it already has. Hey! Uh, been doing some custom textures and stuff like that and uh one one version of it will be something memeish with stuff like that one second all right? somebody wanting some package i took for him all right back
0: um okay and he also says he's willing to help you test impact on server performance if you are not sure
1: uh, i'm sure uh he, he's willing to test that um if some people want to test out the the mods um should be releasing pretty soon as well Yeah, uh, they should um message me on some social channels but I think we'll get to that later on again yeah
0: um okay Wolfgeist thanks for the offline mode it's great what do you think about the modding potential for
1: DayZ um the modding potential is probably the um, highest I've ever seen in either any Bohemia title or in uh, games in general. Um, first of all, usually with other games you at least not officially see any major mod support. Something like GTA five which has a lot of mod, or other GTA titles were never really accepted uh, officially. And bohemia always had um, modding supported and Had many lessons learned from previous titles in regards of what to do to make the game more moddable and they Said um, in previous statements that they've um, built DayZ with modding in mind as well and you see it in, in the game so as an example all the configs for vehicles, weapons, items, all stuff like that is completely exposed um, I would say most of the might be interested in editing or just accessing um, things like player movements, uh, the state of a player containing like health and diseases and all stuff like that um, the logic to um, make custom interactions with the world to be able to interact with other players. Mm-hmm. They, everything they did for the base game the, the base game wrote it as if uh, um, scripting or development team would be modest so everything is done in in script in that regard and they only kept things uh, engine side but were necessarily. Um, not being exposable or they didn't want to expose because of security reasons but everything else is open and they will be uh, releasing some documentation and examples for it and other community members um, including me will follow up with publishing their own um, findings and tips and tricks on it so I think the variety of things you can do in DayZ as a sandbox for modding are, um, uh, I would say, nearly unlimited. You cannot make a completely other kind of game out out of Daisy. So you cannot make it a, I don't know, space simulator or something. Um, I would be rather surprised if somebody managed to do that. But anything that's kind of like Daisy. So it's it's multiplayer. It's an open world thing. Uh, you can create anything out it out of. It. You can you could make Daisy its very own open-world yeah. survival game if you wanted to do that and never had the resources, nor time to get involved with like raw game engines like CryEngine or Unreal Engine I think for, for beginners it's easier to to start with something that things like network synchronization or stuff like that is taken care of um, by the by, uh, engine behind DayZ and they can just focus on creating uh, game mode ideas or mod ideas on how to do it and implement everything with uh, as less pain as possible that's something that's very important you don't have to struggle too much you can just basically look up how do they do it how did other people suggest i do it and just um i've been asked by some people in, in the past on if there are ideas they want to do in DayZ either a server owner or a mod developer possible and I'm happy to say that none of the inquiries people had or ideas um, I had to say no that's not possible so I think mod idea or gameplay idea in mind they should be able to, to do it in DayZ and do it in an um, enjoyable way so development is uh, a lot of fun this, in this game
0: Okay. Um, Fishy Bong Waters, where would you point someone with very basic modding experience on games older than most DayZ players to go learning modding for DayZ?
1: Um, right now, there's not really a point of getting into it. I would wait another few weeks until we have beta or um, eventually the full game release. Yep. Because then we will have. Uh, on one side, the official resources, um, so an official documentation for how things work in general. You have the ability to look into the game files to find out everything you need, basically. Um, that's, that's from the official side or from the existing content, and then I'm uh, very certain that, uh, like an armor-free community, websites or blogs um, showing some examples on how to things will appear and they'll hopefully also be able to comment and expand an official uh, wiki like documentation for everything so um if somebody wants to get into modding once it's probably probably um supported um the, the way to go and of course if other the mods are coming out and people are okay with you with you learning from the mods so they're not um, you know, protecting it, the source code in any way then um, from my experience it's best to look at how other people did it, if you know that guy did something I want to achieve or, or partially that's some part of what I need what he is achieved, uh, you can just look it up Officer. so I'm happy to also see the workshop there where you can look up other mods and um, find out how to do things
0: I'll ask it now so i don't forget it are you planning on doing any videos on how to mod
1: i'm not too certain about videos um because i'm usually not the talking kind of person but um i'll be doing some uh articles and like rock styled articles on some aspects of modding and scripting yep uh giving some you know good advice to to people who struggle with some of the development or some odd behavior that needs to be explained if if people want it and if I find toppings that are worth talking over in in the video uh, I I won't say that I won't consider it in the future
0: okay I I honestly think you would find there's a market um, out there it would be a niche market uh, but there would definitely be people out there who would be very interested in learning more about modding
1: Yeah, I'm quite sure they, they do. We'll just have to wait what other resources pop up and maybe everything's explained if not uh, to get requests for people having me explain anything in whatever format that will be.
0: Yep. Um, Aztor. This is where um, I mentioned a little bit of controversy. Uh, And I saved this question for last because I figured you'd want to be able to address it in detail. So, two and a half years ago, Maka from the Custom Combat Gaming made a script that ran trains in Chinaris in the Armour 3 setup. And he linked to a video which um, I believe you've seen as well. Are you, Arkansas, Uh the same dude? Or did you come from the CCG community? If not, then this is a bit of a rip-off and credit for making trains should go to Maka and the um, Custom Combat Gaming community. What do you have to say about that?
1: Ah, uh, yes, I've seen seen the video. Um, this, but um, well, firstly, were you, it, so, were you inspired to do it because of that yeah. video? Um, I've been inspired to do the train mod um, based on another train mod, which is not for Desi but Armor Free, uh, from somebody called Seth Duda um i've been playing his train mod for for armor 3 and i enjoyed it and when i saw runs from armor 2 being present in the current Daisy release as well um i thought all right so let's try to get this working for Daisy as well not the first one to do train mods um i've been other people or how did they how, how they did things or what they did in terms of features and there are some videos of people making trains going back to the very, very early days of Armor 2. So it's not um, on a, on my original idea to, to do a train mod for yep. mere titles. Because they were pretty much working with the DayZ mod in Armor 2 as well then, I guess. Also, never claimed to to have been this idea. I'm just the one doing it for Daisy right now, and I'm of course uh, getting some inspiration in terms of what features to offer from um, other video creators. But and until um, I I saw it as uh, I, I saw the video post, I was never aware of uh, Maka doing anything like it. Yep. Um, it's, it's yeah if if I would I would if I would have claimed world's first whatever train what and I invented this it would probably be controversy but right now it's just yeah me picking up some some some, some people's idea so it's was also commonly known community wish so I don't see any uh, issues uh, with it or having the need to credit anyone else for yeah
0: no, no, I totally agree, man. It's not like it's a trademark fucking idea you're ripping off or anything like that. It's a train. Um,
1: I don't think anyone owns the copyright to trains. Yeah, that's that's not gonna that's not gonna happen, man. Um, yeah. Um, of, of why he's asking, um, and if it would have been the case that you know Marco was the only one doing it and he was the first, and I would have claimed to um have an idea um that would definitely be uh something uh naughty to do and not credit him but yeah. that's that's not the case I... for for this situation so i think uh it is is fine with me doing this yeah. in in this format because he, what he did was also i think never mentioned for public release he did it for a video or something yep. uh, that's a different story than me doing a feature complete mod for people to actually use
0: okay now is where i try to sound intelligent with the final questions um i had a message sent to me in one of the many Daisy z groups i'm a member of when i posted uh, uh asking for questions the question was do you feel guilty or does he feel guilty and initially i didn't understand the reference but they pointed me to my interview with spaggy and where spaggy says that offline offline mode isn't daisy at all now i think we can go back to um i think it was barely infected who um uh, said thank you for i know that was wolf guys thank you for the offline mode it's great um so i don't think everyone agrees with him uh on this but what what are your thoughts on it do you feel guilty for releasing it
1: um there's many aspects to that there's um indeed some form of guilt of me releasing it but not for the reasons I think the author uh, asked the question. Um, I felt guilty and I also um, kind of apologized to Martin, who had a very rough uh, evening that day because when they turned on the stress test service and people were playing, they uh, expected people to, you know, just when they shut it off, people stop playing and uh, they can work on whatever they plan for the schedule uh, and with me creating uh, the ability to continue playing and um, also explore features which were not kind of accessible in the, um, because you couldn't teleport anywhere, you couldn't spawn anything. Um, that's that's something that forced them <laughs> uh, a day later to release the um, official version to play play online. On what uh, the author most likely uh, meant is, I um, named the um, offline mode con- Daisy Community Single Player. Um, Martin also suggested to change the name. Um, which I uh, um, happily follow because calling it the DayZ single player would indeed um, make it look like this is this is the DayZ experience, but it, you're just playing alone, but that, so that's not the case. Uh, so I renamed it to offline mode, but a proper name for it most likely going to be uh, Community Sandbox, and I'm currently considering renaming it again to that.
0: I like that name. I do. You know, just, Community
1: sandbox. I like the sound of that. It was originally meant for people to continue playing when stress test servers get offline, and always be up to date with them. So we just, you know, if uh, people like you who live in different time zones, whether are not Europe. Uh, they tend to miss all the stress test sessions which were only you know one hour or less or people like me with very poor internet uh they need to download all the files first and some of them uh, could not download fast enough to be able to still get on the service so for those people, I originally created it yeah and then um it's evolved in getting some more features added for you know um, exploration, spawning items, teleporting around, god mode, playing around with the features. That's something that I consider sandbox, and that's um, what it is right now, but I think people were mostly happy with with me releasing it, because they really wanted to play that first version. Uh, You can also, I think that's reflected in a good way by by the download counts. I think I looked it up yesterday, and it was nearly at uh, uh, 30,000 downloads, which is... um, quite a lot considering there's an official mode for it as well Hmm. Um, so for for releasing it I had this claim in it that this is A. nothing official Um, B. it's the game itself which um, they experience is still in uh, heavy development I left a link to um, the feedback tracker for people to submit feedback they encounter in game or issues they encounter in game um, so, I never actively try to, to claim that this is what see is like, um, especially after the name change. So, I don't feel guilt for that. So, some guilt of bad timing and having other people to uh, do something overnight uh, because of, of my release, that's, but that's another aspect. Are you close to the fire station yet? Uh no, I died in the meantime again. <laughs> Very hard to find food.
0: Whereabouts are you now? Let
1: me have a look. I'm at I'm at uh Nitz I can't pronounce this. Uh Nitzhanoye. So it's um this on, on the middle of the east coast with a little harbor in it.
0: Okay, I'll start running south towards.
1: So above the factory. I'll just run run the road towards north to a shipwreck. Maybe we can meet during the interview. <laughs>
0: I've just got a random calling out to me. I'm just running away from them. Um, okay. How would a server owner go about contacting you or other members of the modding community for help in modding their server or even content creators looking to do some Frankie and PC style mods for their content?
1: Um, for contacting uh, me personally, um, they can hit me up on Twitter, either publicly or with a private message. Or message me on my Discord tag, I, you can just leave both in the video description, I think.
0: Now, I'll get you There's to send me any links to um, anything particular, but I'll have most of your um, details in the description of the video. If anyone is wanting to contact you, um, check down in the description, I'll have links to his Twitter and anything else there as well.
1: And I think if people want to uh, engage in development and um, want to exchange with other people currently developing, um, my, my friends uh, Benny, Jacob and I own uh, a Discord server where we discuss all topics and have some people who are already modding on it and I think we'll just leave another invite link to that and people have questions they can just join there and find other people who might face the same issues and resolve it.
0: Awesome. What is the modding community like now? Based on that question, that last viewer question we had, um, I'm not sure if he was a friend of uh, that macker or anything like that. But is there a lot of enmity between different communities? Um, yeah, or are you all one big community? Or how how does it work? What's it like?
1: Um, there, I would say, for for in general, the, the modding community or the, I would say development community around Daisy, because it's not only modding but also tools and utilities around it, is um, right now very cooperative because yep. only people are involved that are passionate for the game and that um, either like the game or or want to support it. People are just not in because they want to bother with uh dealing with undocumented code and having to figure out everything by themselves mm-hmm. so right now it's very nice I see some competition from server owners or community owners you know to get the this done to to be um outstanding from other communities so in order to grow their own server but that, that's uh thing um but from my experience what's gonna soon happen when the workshop launches with a Modding support is that some people, and I already had one of them, um, are gonna try to profit off of this of this idea. I had, luckily, it was only one person. Um, took the community offline mode and instead of contributing to it and leaving his credits there, he took the whole thing, translated it into Russian, and called it his own thing. And you could literally download it, look at the source code and see that he just, you know, removed the credits and the welcome screen uh, Danny Jacob and I were in. Yep. Um, his, his own and acted like it was his thing. Um, I think that's going to happen again. And um, I'd be happy to see the community rejecting such things. So not, not using ripped off mods and uh, cheap copycats. Not downloading them and support the original office. And I know this, um, This you know, whole, this was my idea and I originally made it was a big topic or still is in Armour 3. Um, it's, it, it depends on what the developers do, what the general attitude um, for each other is, and also what the public considers okay and not okay. If everything, everybody is fine with people ripping stuff and they just use their things, people should not wonder that everyone starts ripping because that's uh, quickly and easily made content right, we, we, we don't want to um, have people rip other people things off because that just makes the original office angry, upset and eventually leave the community uh, to go some uh, place less less toxic, um, I think it should be should be alright but now people are very, um, very friendly, people mostly work together because right now there's nothing documented so people eventually have to work together to figure problems out and help each other with um, their experience they had. i would be happy if this kind of um, uh, behavior and um, interaction between the people involved with development would continue. In this fashion in the future
0: okay anything new coming up that you can tell us about
1: um yeah i can uh because i i've, I've said it in the original teaser from the hype train that there would be more info coming soon our uh, release date set for the day the steam uh workshop will launch so when that's coming online there's going to be uh, whatever version that will be from, from the hype train. Of course, I'm trying to uh, get as many features in as possible until then, but there's definitely going to be some some version of that coming. Um, also including a roadmap for things I want to add in the future. There are many things um, and ideas I got from people that I want to implement over time that's not going to make it into the first version. After that initial release, I will be working on Reviving uh, or porting over the experience from uh, Armor Free um, roleplay server. Um, me and my friends have to just try out and see how how that um, works in DayZ, So I'll eventually work in some fo- on some form of uh, roleplay uh, community framework there. As well was contributing with with. Uh, or collaborating with others to if uh create some uh gameplay enhancing mods so for example uh jacob mangoes working on an, an inventory mod uh which you know kind of recreates how the inventory system works visually and both functions.
0: i've seen that and i absolutely love it um for me i don't think you should be able to access your backpack while it's on your back um it should be something you have to take I- off to be able to access it'll make people think more tactically about where they place items you know if you go putting a gun in your backpack you shouldn't be able to pull that gun out and use it in seconds hell no uh, yeah. i love the ideas he's yeah. got, and you should be able to access your vest your pockets and your shirt or jacket or whatever while you're on the uh, move maybe not sprinting but definitely while jogging or walking
1: Exactly, um, and it's this kind of mods I would like to personally pursue um, development of, and yeah, this other side projects I'm just you know playing around with and seeing if they work out, but uh, I'll try to look for what people want so if I see many people asking for I don't know they want to have more kind of tomatoes in the game then I'll probably gonna do just that. So it kinda depends on what, what people really want, what people need and um if there's anything people people publicly discuss all the time, um they can probably expect me uh doing my attempt on that then.
0: I just found a potato. I haven't seen one of them in ages.
1: I found a tomato, that's why I got the idea to take tomato. <laughs> yeah. uh,
0: I couldn't imagine eating a potato raw. If you're starving, I could imagine doing it, but yeah. Um, yeah okay, was... the hype train. How's it going to work? Like the, the question I have is there's existing um, trains and stuff already on the map. How is the mod going to work with, you know, if you're driving the train at full speed and then suddenly you come up to a parked train?
1: Yeah. Um, so the, the train uh, itself, as I said before, has some um, basic ability, what we, what you would expect. So we can drive around the map on, on all rails. There's nothing... Um, there's also not, not predefined or anything. So you, if there's... Um, an intersection or rail crossing uh, to split up lanes or anything you can just drive and choose directions um, however you like uh, if you encounter other train parts so mainly engine parts or wagons with cargo on them uh, right now you just uh, the um, couple those wagons and then you know drive along with it so uh, I'll probably re- reduce the maximum speed allowed to, to have those because right now you can drive, uh, I don't know, 100 kilometers per hour and you just crash into them and they'll be fine and just continue with the train. Um, but you should be able to, you know, s- s- smack things out of the way if you are the faster and the heavier objects. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I will try to add some basic physics implementation to that. Not yet sure how that will work out. Only really be able to interact with with um, the surrounding, but it's also going to be uh, configurable because I can imagine people on the multiplayer server um, with a setup where you have like a traveling merchant uh, configured as a server owner, and you have got some douchebag who's placing uh, like some barrels or anything. Um, on the railroad, and the train would stop um, or crash into them and derail. That's maybe something you don't want to have on your server. So be able to toggle um, that on and off, and just say, "All right, any any object in the, in the way, this channel is just going to be ignored." Or say, "You can drive through anything, but everything that's in front or of a train or drives into it will just be uh, blown up or anything like that." So freedom of, of how it interacts with other world objects Right, I just got a bit of a zombie problem mm. oh I'm getting smacked up I initially had all the existing train objects on the map so the wagons and all its cargo removed because yep. I thought it might be uh, too much on the map, and you know it would look very ugly if it was driving through it. But since I added support for um, coupling wagons by uh, coupling wagons by driving against them uh, and having the cargo also carried um, over to, to the you know new train formation and have it um, carry along with you, uh, I, I left everything on the map so you can. existing train you see or you can spawn in trains and wagons uh at at will if you want uh, as a server owner then and just drive around the map and have some fun
0: now i asked you this last time so you've actually had a bit of time to think about it one thing that like i imagine is um you've got uh, a mate who's got a radio um yeah you're a squad of say three or four people and someone says mate the train's coming it's coming along the tracks Are you going to be able to go to the tracks and find a junction and pull a switch that forces them to go to, say, a dead end in the line or something like that, so you can ambush them, you can attack the train? Or is that not going to be something that's possible to do?
1: Um, It's definitely possible, um, especially after seeing some gameplay from Red Dead Redemption uh, with this, spoiler alert, uh, one story mission to... um, confront the train and, you know, rob it, stop it on the tracks, Um, I think there will be uh, an an option to sabotage um, or rail um, intersections where the train would usually switch tracks Yep. to say, all right, so only left is allowed or only right is allowed or maybe even make the train derail there because it's completely messed up think that's not going to make it into the very first release, but um, I'm trying to add uh, it down the road very soon.
0: Awesome. Because that, that would, to me, would just add so much to the um, whole thing with the trains, you know, knowing that um, you can ambush them. And, yeah, just I think that would add so much to it, rather than being something that can be simply steered um you know, they can easily just steer around any diversion you may put on the tracks
1: yeah it also it's it's even more interesting if you combine that with a, with a player driven train so it's not only some you know automatic transportation yeah, yeah. that you're um, yeah that's what i was more leaning towards yeah you know, someone... but it's a player with maybe even some mates on board the train maybe some cargo yep if it wasn't there, you would basically be be fully protected and would be happy to just travel around the map until you're safe. And with that, you are still have to constantly pay attention to your surroundings, check the, maybe pre-check the, the rain train, uh, the train track, uh, on foot or by vehicle to make sure that you're safely to you know drive to the next station or something. Uh, that's something that I think fits very very well into um, the, the Daisy. Uh, feeling with this constant yeah. stress of some something maybe happening or not happening maybe you're alone or maybe there are many people around you uh, who are already watching you in best scopes and ready to fire that's something uh, that should be should be in
0: no i really like that idea um the last question i have about the hype train is i've seen this comment um and heard a lot from people are you going to be able to turn it into a mobile base
1: Um, I'm not. I'm not able to con- confirm it because I'm not sure if the uh, base building mechanics from DayZ itself are ready because I'd like to use them for it. Yep. Um, but either way, uh, maybe it takes a little more time on, or it's gonna be quicker. Um, I do plan for uh, server owners or potentially also players to. Add objects to the train, like you know, you would, you know, place down a barrel somewhere, and then would stay there with the train and travel along. Oh, are you on the tracks? Yes, I am.
0: Oh, huh? hello. Here is some food for you, my friend. We finally, we finally found each other. Great. Thank you very much. There is an absolute stack of pears. and not a single one of them was glitched. I have no idea how to do the hand heart thing. I'll just press random numbers. Nice. Nope, that's not the one. <laughs> I think it's... There think
1: we go, F3, F4. F3. F3, F4, something different. Nah, <laughs> yeah. um, no, it's um, not F4. That's F4. That's, that's that's not so nice. No. Um. So yeah, I, um, I'm thinking about players being able to attach additional objects to the train like barricade windows or build up some walls on, on the flat cargo wagon yep. and eventually um, building like a mobile base on it. It's um, If a server owner allows it and is fine with one or many people having them um, on the server because they're going to be quite powerful. It's, it's a base, it's mobile, you can drive it all around the map because it's a closed circle. It's going to be very powerful so it should be very resource consuming to build one. But uh, I'm I'm aiming to support it either with a vanilla base building mechanics so people can use it the way uh, they are um, expecting it from from the default game or with some own mechanics and controls to be able to do that. Place down walls, uh, have some storage placed there, have some I don't know campfire on there. That's that's gonna be. I'll be adding. Uh, like, <laughs> trying out all the emotes.
0: Nope, I just cut some sticks so you can make your backpack bigger.
1: Ah. That's nice.
0: There we go. How are you um, hydration-wise? There's um, some drinks for you as well. And I don't know how you
1: are food-wise. Oh, thank you. I run all along the city, and found nothing.
0: <laughs> you poor oh. bugger.
1: Let's. Yeah, i think i died three times uh during i got close uh, i was um,
0: i was down to red um health i didn't get to flashing red um but i came close but then yeah berezino was just stock full of uh almost i would say too much um but yeah um okay who should we all be watching in the modding community for exciting stuff obviously there's yourself you've mentioned jacob Jacob Mango and Danny Dog. Um, Tell us a little bit more about them and anyone else that you're aware of.
1: Um, Yeah, so Jacob and uh, Danny have been on uh, several things, especially the community offline mode, and we've been trying a lot of things. So uh, we do have some ideas in in, in common that we would like to develop on, um, both very... Uh, nice people um, but there's also some other communities communities or groups forming that um, are present on our discord as well uh, with creating um, a stalker mod for anyone who's come familiar with the stalker series um, to, to bring that feeling to DayZ and yep. they, I think they also released some uh, teases for things like an, an effect and a poisonous zone and stuff, it, it looks very uh, very promising. Many people doing um, a lot of custom models around um, adding more buildings, and uh, also I think I saw someone who worked on a modular, modular base building system, mm. something similar to Hammer Epoch or something, um, but I think it would be best if people are interested to see what's what's coming or what people are working on. Just join the Discord and see the people posting their ideas, screenshots, um, and, and progress videos in the Showcase channel. Well,
0: I'll also give a shout out to my boy think... Septic Falcon as well. If you're interested in mods, he's doing a fantastic video series at the moment. Uh, uh, exciting mods for DayZ, I believe it's called. Um, sorry, Septic, if I got the uh, name wrong, but... Yeah, I've uh, watched every single one of them so far. They all look quite fascinating. Um, He's covering a lot of exciting mods out there. Snow and horses and God knows what else. Yeah, exactly. Um, This question is a bit of a a a funny one, Um, but it's one I asked last time and I wanted to make sure I asked it again because there's a lot of people out there saying... That The devs have fucked it, um, which I don't agree with. Um, I don't agree with their decision, the way they're releasing 1.0, but they haven't fucked the game. What I have played so far in the last hour and a half with you is fucking amazing. It is running like silk. Um, So smooth. The the core of the game is where it should be. But there's a lot of people out there who say that you guys in the modding community, you're going to be the saving grace of um, DayZ, that you're going to save it. How do you and your mates feel about that? Um
1: yeah. It's a, it's that's, a little white. weight. some truth. Yeah. Some truth to it. Um but it's 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 not in not a one-sided question. You cannot say yes or no. Um one thing is that people have to consider that modest Um, who do this in the free time or maybe are, you know, not fully employed and just being in school or high school or anything. Me, like university student, we have a lot of time. So I've got no problem spending all week and all weekend, maybe five or seven hours a day working on anything. If you compare that to um, the developers that work on the game, which is their everyday job, they don't have so much time to work on that. Um, so, and, and they, you know, they, they have to, it's not just them doing one thing like like we do now. So, for the um, best example would be the train. Um, I'm able to make so much progress on it in s- such a short time because it's the only thing I'm focusing on. Yeah. I don't have to care about other parts of the development team to finish their systems first or to wait for... An engine change to do anything. I'm just focusing on this one project. Um, I only have to care about anything related to that, and that's a whole different story if you compare it to the development of a whole game, which has um, many as many um, that need to be considered. And there are many ideas that the development team has, and they of course want to make the game as good as they as they can, but they have to. Um, reduce it down to what they are able to do in time and they you know just did this and said alright try to do more but this is it for uh, the the 1.0 experience we are not able to do more right now Um, and they said they are gonna deliver some more content later on people who say alright so you said it's the I think I can said something like two weeks or four weeks. I don't know. To to add one one weapon. Yeah, two to, weeks. to the game. Two but weeks for each of our weapon. maybe maybe one person on it, or maybe multiple person because it's not only uh, just adding the model, but you need to animate it and you have to add some uh, functionality to it with the conflicts and stuff like that. So of work. If you're working with multiple people, you have to wait for each other to, to finish them. And I'm pretty certain that the, the development team has to do more than one task at a time. Yeah. It's not like anyone sits around board and uh, rides around with his chair all day. They have um, a lot of t- things to do. They have priorities um, to to follow. And that's why, why um, they cannot create so much content in such a short time as uh, com- community members would do, especially groups. If you have a group of people um, who create, um, for, for example, in Army Free was a group who created a lot of you know, military assets and model all that stuff, that's usually groups of 10 people or more, uh, which all do this in every possible minute in their free time. So they are able to uh, achieve a lot. But they don't have to care about the, the base game. The development team is doing their part now by finishing the game, making a solid basis for community members to mod on because if, this, if the game has stayed like it was in 0.62 or the state before, it would have been, I would say, nearly impossible to create decent quality mods for it um, as it is possible right now not forget, uh, f- forget about them investing resources, um, spending more time on things to be able to offer the community um, to also interact with it and build on top of it. So they have to do, do, to do two things, create the platform, there's a the sandbox for other people to use, and they have to um, implement the, the, the content, which is the game itself. Um, in gameplay-wise, into the game, so they are basically doing two jobs. Yeah, that's... that's that's why some people might say, alright, so devs are not able to do anything, modders do all the work. Um, That's that's the kind of thing people forget. Yet, because of all these reasons, um, modders are able to create content, especially variety content, meaning if you have weapons you can create more weapons, or now with vehicles, they can create more vehicles um, because we have the time for it, and I think modding is going to be an important factor for people to get back into the game, to eventually start playing it again, because we say alright, so uh, we got like a vehicle mod which gives us 10 more vehicles, and now it's some the game is at a point where I enjoy playing it again, then yes, of course modding the um, did a good job there with saving the game um, so to speak, but without the basic platform, without the basic game being reliable and enjoyable um, there would be no modding at all, so it's not just modders doing saving the game, it's it's um, they create more content, of course, it's gonna be interesting to, to see that people will eventually come back if there's any popular gamer to it Require saving in that regard. It's not like the dev stop working, and we are the one you who have to take over and manage everything. Yeah. It's a. Uh, I would I would say half half. The development team is doing their half by you know, caring about the games game and constantly improving it also as platform, and the community is doing their part by coming up with more ideas and find people with who have resources and time and manpower to tackle those things. But the dev team cannot just Additionally, handle
0: one thing i forgot to um ask and i will ask now because it was quite an important question how much do you guys charge for someone uh, to create a mod for someone if they were to come to you and say oh geez you scared the crap out of
1: me then i didn't even see you oh yeah (laughs) sorry um yeah that depends um like somebody has a very good idea for for a feature, yep. a game gameplay, whatever, and people like it. Uh, I'm talking for myself there now. If I if I get an idea or like a concept for any any gameplay uh, idea or any to get into the game, and I find that interesting and like to work on that, uh, I would never charge for mm. it. But if somebody, um, you know, is, is just quote-unquote lazy or he just doesn't um have the skills in in order to to do it and wants some other people to do the uh, exhausting work for them yeah. so setting up all the conflicts for a vehicle i think that's a lot of hours to spend for for one vehicle there um uh, going to charge it in, in in some in some way which i, I mean it i honestly be... think
0: that's only fair mate because there's a lot of people out there, they'd like to take advantage of people who've got skills that they don't have, um, but um, I see nothing wrong with being recompensed for the time. Um, you know, I try to make a habit of paying almost everyone um, who I get to do things for me. Um, I just think that's only fair. So, anyone who thinks that's um, wrong, go fuck yourself. To put it bluntly. Um... You know, yeah. if you prepare if you if they want to do it themselves in their own free time that's fantastic but at the same time you shouldn't be afraid to offer to pay someone to do something for you that's just my personal belief on it
1: um yeah there's there's, there's something to it where you when you want you if you have an idea and you want to work with another person on something i think people are not if you don't pay them for it, but if you want people to work for you and you know you just you know you have a one thing they want you, uh, you want them to do for you, and that's it, and you have no real cooperation in that regard, uh, don't expect people to, to come to you and say, All right, I'll do the, the, the thing for you and just leave again. Then, yeah, uh, you should expect people to, to ask for some counter reward be that money, be that whatever else, yeah, uh, people. Um, do things for nothing.
0: Exactly. On the home stretch now, mate. What advice would you give to people thinking about buying Daisy?
1: Um, if people are enthusiasts and just you know learns about Daisy existing, that's a major key point for people on the consoles because they never experienced something like it before. Think there's a lot of content and a lot of um, hours to be spent on the game, and which you know just get it. And um, um, if you're if, if you're a person who um, has a very particular idea of what the game should be and is expecting something based on on. The Armor Two mod and say, "All right, so I only want to play the game if helicopters are in and/or maybe boats, and I want all these features to be present. They should just, you know, wait until they made it in, either officially or by mod, and just consider it. Then um, I don't like to see people who buy or bought the game in the past, five years ago or something, um, and consider to buy it as a full game." Um, they, I, I even read it um, on on the Steam store description page that um, there's a warning telling people, all right, so if you want to buy the game, don't do it to no think that this is a full game right now, and that you can enjoy everything that has been promised. It's for people who want to support the development, and you, you know, just experience what there is so far. There's some kind of person who would complain that features are missing just wait for them to to be properly implemented and wait if to see if the game is what you expected it in the end to be going to be like march next year or i don't know when when those uh, po- post 1.0 content patches going to arrive bringing helicopters and all stuff like that yeah. um, but for for people who never played anything like this before who never played for mod or uh, played the mod, enjoyed it, but want to you know, get away from poor performance that was armor 2 and uh, try out a more modern approach on it they should definitely um, there's so much to do, especially if you have some friends to play with, or meet people on on friendly service Uh, it's a very great um, experience, and in the end if you play for, for a long time you really get um a uh, lot of value for your money yeah. even though daisy isn't cheap
0: couldn't agree more okay in your opinion is daisy going to be the game you hoped it would be when you first heard about the standalone project because you were a mod player so you'd remember when they said they were going to make daisy standalone
1: yeah yeah um we discussed this already, so 1.0 won't be the the vision that people had in mind back when the, the whole standalone project was started but I think that um, the aftercare camp patches um, so a potential 1.1, 1.2, or 1.3 um, is both content that the community is really lacking without breaking anything else so, not removing anything or changing any mechanics. People want to stay as it is right now. Um, the game should be... Should, should be very... I originally thought it would be. So, I was missing vehicles, I was missing base building when I first tested Standalone uh, on Christmas 2013. But since then, we have come a very long... Um, way and I now see most of the things I was um, to not have in previous versions Um, and if if you compare to what you could do in the original mod and compare to what you can do right now in the standalone version you will see that actually the standalone version even now has more features to, to offer and more Gameplay experience to be made in a more convenient way. Yep. Happy with what the standalone version turned out to be right now, and I just hope that um, they take care of their games like, they, like Bohemia did in the past with their other titles, and don't uh, let people down after the release to to finish what what they originally started.
0: Last question: What can we expect from you in the future, mate?
1: Um yeah, kind of kind of already uh um previously, but I'm going to of course do some some mods I've personally in mind. I want to just, you know, do them and uh, it's just me enjoying to enjoying to um, the development for them. Um so I going to do them either way, but I'm just gonna stick around for a while and see if people want to do certain things that's not only going to be modding, but if people want to see some kind of communities. Sp- Alright, thank you for knifing me. <laughs> um, want to see some of community uh, forming or want to see some. Events uh, taken care of around Daisy. Um, I will be following that development and see what what I can I can do for it. Potential for Daisy as a as a game, as a platform for people to create content, but also as a um, game to form communities around and um, have people um, experience a good time together. Doing anything that uh, helps. Um, fits this overall playing together and uh, having a good time there awesome
0: mate well look i just want to say thank you to you and and not just you mate but part of the reason why i wanted to do the spotlight on you was to put the spotlight on modders i know you're getting a lot of attention at the moment but to add a bit of a human side to it um i cannot say how grateful i am that you guys are doing what you're doing um, yeah you're going to bring so much to daisy um, it's an amazing game but it's only going to get better oh jesus that radio just crackles turn that off but you guys are bringing so much back to the game yeah you know, particularly it's been pretty bad you know the the status report with the news about 1.0 not being a full 1.0 sort of a you know we have a saying here in australia um the clayton's um, effect is basically they used to sell this um alcohol uh dr- alcoholic drink um that wasn't alcoholic it tasted like alcohol but it wasn't alcohol so yeah, I, I don't see. know why you would drink it um you know let's face it there when it comes to the taste of a drink alcohol is not exactly some of the most tasty stuff out there when you compare it to a nice orange juice or something like that so why mm. the hell would you bother doing it so we call it the clayton's effect and um 1.0 is going to be the clayton's 1.0 the 1.0 you have when you really don't have a 1.0 um but some of the mods that are coming out yeah you know, some of the work that's being done is absolutely amazing yeah you know, we've got pvp or battle royale servers um already popping up um yeah they're quite um uh you know what's the word uh basic um uh, not very fleshed yep. out but you know, they're showing the potential for what we have in the future
1: oh nice yeah rice. first bag of rice <laughs> i found i found
0: a thermometer too
1: Yeah, I think it's it's very important. Oh, nice.
0: I was just taking I, your I temperature don't think rectally so. as well then. So it kind of added to the uh, inside. I don't...
1: This was too good. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that the community taking a bit more care um, around things and paying more attention to um, the development and and the game to you know just involve themselves very important. You, you you don't expect any game to you know majorly be fun if it's you know just there, uh, and that's it. It's not a single player game that lives of its own story or anything. It lives of people doing things together, yeah. uh, and the multiplayer experience. So if there's a community around daisy creating whatever it is may it be events content or even if they you know just play together and exchange about the game that's gonna be a very large profit for everyone and i'm very happy to see that even though daisy is going through some rough times at the moment you know it's people are still engaged with it and there's still some core part of the community actively participating um, in its development. Did you just get kicked off? Yeah, now I'm dead. (laughs) Oh, you're dead? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. I'm spawning in 80 seconds. I'm just trying to find the server again.
0: But anyway, we have reached the end of the interview, mate. You guys in the modding community are doing an amazing job and I think on behalf of everyone else who um, um, is watching this interview um i just want to say thank you all so so much for what you are doing um the stuff that's being released is fantastic the hype train and all these other mods that septic falcons doing a great job of highlighting the 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 future is bright i know it's hard to see that at the moment you know with the 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 glum news i know i've said it a number of times but with 1.0 being quite shallow but give it time Um, I don't think anything we can say is going to make them change that decision that they've made to release 1.0 the way they are so we have to just deal with it but know that the future is very bright for DayZ we've got the Survivor Games mod coming um, plus whatever else is out there that you wonderful guys and girls of the modding community are dreaming up Arkansas, thank you so so much for taking the time to do this interview mate all the best and ciao
1: for now say bye Uh, Alright, yeah. uh, Ben, thank you very much for for having me and uh, goodbye then.